and we are back. Sorry for the hiatus. Won't happen again, probably. John Keister's back with us. This is his second episode with us, and this is our last episode in the old, uh, I'll call it studio. Uh, but me and John really, really enjoyed this episode. We went deep on a few different subjects. Uh, one of the ones that I'm very passionate about that I'm glad we covered was pastors who are not established as counselors, who aren't educated as counselors, thinking that they need to counsel people who actually need therapy and or a psychologist. So I know some of you may not enjoy that, so maybe skip over that part or fight with me about it. Sounds good. But me and John talk about Hiles Anderson College. We're talking about Jack Scott a little bit. John's going to share with you the moment that he told Jack Scott he was gay and how Jack dealt with that. Very, very interesting. Stick around to the end if you like. Uh, we got a few bloopers that I think you'll enjoy. And once again, thanks so much for enjoying this episode of Not Your Mother's Podcast. Huge thank you to John Keister, who flew a long way uh, out here to California to be on this episode of Not Your Mother's Podcast. Enjoy. My name's Stuart. This is my good friend, John. Hi. And this... There you go. And this... <laughs> <laughs> We're not starting that shit over. Why not? This is the Not Your Mother's Podcast. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> From the outset, I can so tell good. you, this is going to be a terrific fucking podcast. Yes. I am super, super excited to have John on. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Of course. John is not, um, John is surely at this point the guest who's come from the furthest away yes. to be on the podcast. All New the Mexico. Way. <laughs> No, way further, yeah, than, way that. further than that. <laughs> I flew in from Baltimore. There you go. Whatever Just to be on is. the podcast. Yes. That's the only reason he's here. Tomorrow right. he flies back. Focus. None of that's true. But I am glad. That, well, it is true that you are flying back, but not tomorrow. Yeah. But I'm super, super grateful to have you on. Thank you, Doug. Thank you very much for having so, me. So, yes, absolutely. Um, this, okay, well, actually, we're going to start a little bit different. I said we were going to start one way, we're going to start another. But uh, this is not the first time. That, um, how do I say this? That we've been on film together. Yes. Um, we actually did record a previous podcast, which, as I've stated earlier with another friend of mine, Trenton, we recorded one and we call right. it The Lost Tapes. And right. that one I actually deleted purposefully because it was pretty rough. <laughs> not, on, no, not his fault at all. I just, right. just, we went off half cocked. It was pretty rough. But right. me and John did film something. I feel like I was in court around that time. Yes. Was that when it was? Yep, yep. Okay. Just uh, yeah. Just finished up. That's right. And uh, so that was a while ago. We're yep. talking a couple of years at least. So we filmed what we thought was a podcast. It was magical. One, it was super magical, right. which is why you haven't seen it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, we filmed something a while ago. Right. I, I don't know. I really honestly don't know what happened to that one. It was it was interesting. But I have to say thank you for that because yeah. that's a part of you know the getting started process exactly. and figuring out how the, all this works. Right. I first met John. I'm gonna try to put a year with it. Okay. Well, it would be the year that you traveled with. Well, no, I think you did a spring or fall tour with Doug K-Lap. Okay, um, that was a lot of fun. I love traveling with Doug really? K-Lap, by the way. He was fantastic to travel really? with. Yes. That's terrific to know. Yes. I would not have guessed that. No, I'm not he was to be amazing. That's awesome. Yes. So, the year I the, the year I met you, let's see. It would you uh did you and um did you and Clifton go together more than one year? No. Okay, so it was that not year. Not that I recall. I, no, we didn't. Okay, so it was that year. Whatever year first year. That was the first year I went there. Oh, okay, so it would have been 03? Uh, two, that was in 2000. Oh, 2000? 2001. I think it was 2000. 2001 was the year that Jack Hiles died. It was the summer exactly. of 2000. Okay. Wow. And yeah, we had just... I was in the trailer. Yes, yes. I was in the trailer uh, in Missouri. 
Or maybe it was the summer of 2001 and summer of 2002. I think, I think it was it's 2000. 2001. Okay. I think it's 2001. Right. Because when we moved, so when my family moved to Missouri, right. was also the year 2001 that Jack Hiles died. Okay, yeah. That. It was the year that he died that I went on tour. Like yes. He that was 2001. or something like that. Yes, that yeah. was 2001. Um, hot damn. Yeah, well, because I remember he died and September 11th happened the same year. And so they were obviously, you know, they obviously coincided. Right, you know, of course. Clearly. Yes. Those are very much related. Right. Yeah, whatever. If you don't know who Jack Howes is, <clears throat> Google him. You'll find a lot of interesting things. So I met John Keister when he was on tour. I've talked about this on previous podcasts. Tour mm-hmm. is something that uh, we did for Hiles Anderson College. Yes. We would go uh, tour different sections of the country, and um, we would sing. And some people, not Shout. me. Yeah. <laughs> also shouting. <laughs> Not me, but some people would sign uh, young people up to come to Hiles Anderson College. Yes. I, I never did that. <laughs> but, That's okay. But, but so the first time we met was not at Hiles Anderson, but was Hiles Anderson influenced. Right. And then uh, I didn't really know John that well at Hiles Anderson because literally his last year was my first year right. of Bible college. Right. Uh, if you can call it that. I prefer to call it fake Jesus college. But... <laughs> It was fantastic. <laughs> Good. Well, at least someone enjoyed their time there. <laughs> so um, we we didn't know each other real well, but we had we had a few. Um, one thing that that struck me as odd about John in college was that even though I'm gonna suck up a little bit, but get over it. it. Even though he was upperclassman, and most upperclassmen just didn't really have time for anyone that was new, and I don't think that's a uh, uh, Hiles Anderson or a Christian thing. I think that's a social construct. That's just the way it works. Right. Um, because I was, you ask anyone that was a freshman when I was a senior, I wasn't the nicest in them either. Right. But John stood out because he was very, he was very nice, very kind, and very, uh, um, it was a big deal when I got there. John had been a pianist for years, mm-hmm. and you were traveling, not on tour anymore so much, you were traveling with a quartet right. of guys. Mm-hmm. They were kind of a big deal. And for John to take the time, to be kind to me or talk to me in the hallway and then a lot so thank you for that um and so uh and we'll make light and make fun of a lot of things but that's something that really just is coming to mind um that uh, i I recall very vividly and that that goes to this day like you've been a good friend you've helped me out with a lot of things thank you um and so anyways that's we knew each other a little bit of house anderson but we are going to talk about house anderson i think the uh one of the biggest things i ever remember from you so there was a big, uh, <clears throat> I think he wrote a book on the divine intimacy, didn't he? I think so. Or at least there was a sermon message. series. Yeah, a sermon series. Yeah, exactly. something. Like so Jack Six Scott, o'clock evening service yeah. or whatever. Jack Scott got into a really funky space. Yeah, it was the 530 yeah, thing. Uh, yeah. The question and answer thing. Yeah. That was Jack Hiles. It's good. It's copy the question is, and answer. He did it. They have the same thing. It's, it's, it's the same thing. thing. Somebody did it. Yeah, <laughs> someone was there. Uh, Colson right. or someone. But uh, he... He got into this weird space. Well, he was always in a weird space, but he got into an especially weird space with Jesus and sex, mm-hmm. and how wasn't it communion was sex with Jesus, right? Yeah, it was supposed to be as intimate as there you that go. is. Then yeah. you're supposed to be that intimate with Christ and stuff like this, you know? It was weird, man. It was real weird. So he had a whole, either at least one message or maybe a series around what he called the divine intimacy. Right. <laughs> and so every year. Every year we had a, 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 well, the college didn't put it, well, the college might as well have funded it, but we had pastor school. Right. And so pastor school was, let's talk about pastor school. Yes. What a trip is that looking back? Yes, wild, right? Dudes. Like all the... So people from around, 
not just the country, the fucking planet, right. would come to listen to Jack Hiles, Jack Scott, whoever, speak and teach them how to run their church. Right. But it wasn't a cult. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> what was it if it wasn't? But, like, really, like, you come from all over the world right. to have this guy give you step-by-step. Step, right. Like, he had a book called the Hiles Church Manual right, right. to show you how to do things. Right, and it was pink, honey. It was it pink. It was pink. It was. It was the first RuPaul of books. You know? <laughs> it was so great. You know? Very good. I like that. Everyone would see it on the shelf, you know? Yeah. It was like... Whoa. It was like a, a traditional, like, Christian book and drag. <laughs> that is actually going to be the title of this podcast. Right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It was, uh, it was really it was, interesting. And it was the... But we always had to dress up in these, like, and they always put us, I remember that they would give us these sequin um, vests to wear and stuff yes, like this. And I was like, dang, these are beautiful. Like, these freaking who, who sequin vests or whatever. And I was like, who, like. Who honestly? Someone, yeah. Who really? Who was the gay up high well, that chose the sequin vest for the guys? Though I mean, like honestly, true. I just never it's would have point. assumed that sequins would go on the bed ever. Mm, yeah, you know that would be okay. Especially on the year when they were promoting God's word, and they had a giant blow up Bible come out of the baptistry <laughs> on the top with the circle like the open thing. So oh, giant blow up Bible comes out the top of the thing or whatever. <laughs> It was How so, creepy is that it was shit? It so funny, man. It was so funny. I was like, who got a blow-up Bible? Where do you, <laughs> where do you, where do you find rent that? that? Yeah. Do you go to the Bible bookstore and you're like, I need, I need the blow-up Bible. And they're like, okay, we'll get go you the, the blow-up Bible. <laughs> That's really $29.95, easy pay. You know what I mean? You got the Zelle app. Exactly. Oh my exactly. god, dude, that's so funny. Right. I didn't know about the Bible. But they would always give out all the free, they would give out free books because everyone would pay a bunch of money to yeah, come. You, yeah, but they would always give out everyone their their book that they mm -hmm. wrote this last year. Yeah. We're giving you our free book and that all you this, paid for that the college kids printed yeah. on the <laughs> on the, <printing laughs> and the printing press in the, the basement. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Dude, but that whole that whole construct, you pay money. And, and they didn't put you up. You had to find your own place to stay. Oh, of course. But Youth conference, it's normal with conferences, yeah. though. Yes, that's true. Right. That's true. However, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's normal with conferences, but it's a religious conference. Like, right. that's just, yeah, it's mind-blowing. But some people would stay in people's homes and stuff they like that. They would, yeah. The first year I went to pastor school, I was a teenager, mm -hmm. and I stayed at the shepherd's house in their basement, nice. which were fantastic people. Absolutely yeah. love them. Um, and I'm actually good friends with their son still. That's awesome. Um, but um, but it was it was so interesting just being away from home and going to this thing and this place and all this big stuff was happening. Yeah, it's all, like, all oh, very it's exciting. It's all exciting. Yeah, you know? but it's I think it's exciting period just to get away from your home and yeah. kind of see what people are doing in other places exactly. and stuff like that. I felt like the church I grew up in was very akin to like they had Jack Hiles at our church. Um, in Washington State, um, we had them like the most, almost out of consistently out of almost Guess any speakers. other church. Yeah, but oh, I'm saying okay. like no, I don't even know if another church had that him the amount of times like consistently. It's like we gotcha. had them out, they had them out for like thirty something years. Wow, it was crazy, like consistently. Yeah, so that is a lot. Very, a lot. So, anyways, very very interesting. Very the pastors were my pastor and, and Dr. Hiles were close. They were very close. Yeah, yeah, good times. <laughs> so. Back to pastor school. Right. The thing that cracked me up, because pastor school, there was always, like, the college students were very involved. We right. had to fucking clean the place. Right. And we had to be a part of the services, and we had to miss work so that we right. could show up. Especially if you were in a tour group at right. the time, oh, you yeah. were going to be expected to sing. Yeah. 
There's okay. a lot of things to be involved in. Right, uh, right. Working in their little pop-up restaurants they would do. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it smelled like fucking whatever I cooked for. Not amazing. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That's terrible. It smelled like, this is going to sound weird, it smelled like meat for like a week. Yes. <laughs> Stewart's like, smell what's, of meat. what's that fresh scent? Oh, it's Calvin Klein burrito. It's <laughs> exactly what yes. the fuck it is. So... But I remember they would start prepping for it way in advance. Right. And John had, when I got there, John had been there for, you know, for four years. Right. Nearly three, three and a half, whatever. Three Seven. Years. <laughs> Seventeen. I was so. there for six years. <laughs> Were you really? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so John had been there for a little while when I got there. Mm -hmm. And so John was very much, very, still to this day, which I love, is a very sarcastic person. Mm -hmm. And was very much over the whole, like, oh, pastor school's coming. So pastor school was in March. I feel like I, I think, think it was so, in March. Yeah. So <laughs> when you got there as a freshman yeah. in like September, John would be like, Pastor school's right around the corner. I remember this guy saying that to me all didn't really know me that well, but just right. would always I would hear him in the hallway or he'd say it to me, Hey Pastor School's right around it's right around the corner, right around the corner. <laughs> Every fucking day this guy would say that shit. And when I first got there as a freshman, I was just kinda like, That's weird. But by the time I left, I was like, Oh fuck. <laughs> like it's always right around the corner. Right. And right. he would and John would say <laughs> I don't know what it still makes me laugh. It's not the whiskey yet. John would always say, Pastor School's right around the corner. Hey, did you get your Divine Intimacy kit yet? Yes. He would say, always talk about Divine Intimacy kits, which weren't a real thing, <laughs> but might as well have been. Right, right. Because Scott went on and on and on yeah, right. about the Divine Intimacy exactly. and the sex with Jesus. And it's right. just like, why not have fun with it? Like, exactly. I think that's where John, I'd say that's where you were. Yes. Would that be a correct Gotta have the Divine Intimacy kit. I mean, like... <laughs> We had so many, uh, so many great, yeah. Because you, you'd buy my book on prayer and get seventeen. It's, it was like a Joseph A. Bank. I don't know if you guys have those around oh, yeah. here, mm -hmm. but Joseph A. Bank commercials are yes. like buy one pair of socks, get three hundred, three hundred <laughs> suits free today. Buy do it today, now. Do, do it now. 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's oh Joseph my Bank. god. So I'm like, buy one book on prayer, get nine hundred <laughs> chip trucks for free. Sign me up. But you know what I mean? Gotta have the chick tracks. Gotta have it, you know? So when you hear about a divine intimacy kit with all the uh, portals and pages, I mean, you've got to get a hold of that. Gotta get I your mean, hands on that shit, Exactly. <laughs> it's like the lips of the Lord have landed upon you. <laughs> so, I had anyway, so much fun. I'll never forget times, that. Times, yes. yeah. So, Hiles Anderson, we both went there. Right. You were a freshman. Do you remember what year you were a freshman? Um, what year I was it from? Yeah, I came when did in. You start? I came in 1999. 99. Okay. Yeah. And I came in 04. Right. So um, again, John was uh, John was definitely exiting as I was leaving. Yes. Good for you. Um, so we would I would say because of the the time frame we were there, um, and 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 there's other things. I'm I'm straight. John's gay. There's just other different things that are variables for us. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have not exactly, just like it was with uh, Mary, which I believe that podcast will air before this one does, there's just differences in mm -hmm. our experiences. So right. you walked me through some, some, you know, a day in the life or, or what, what, what are, let's start here. What are some things looking back that you look back and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, give me, give me a what something that's what the fuck what you the just fuck? like looking back, like whether it's from whatever perspective it is, just a normal person or you know, being gay and having to be in a dorm with a shitload of guys. Like, right, what is right. all that like? You know, right. what is, uh, or not what is that like, but looking back, what's what's something that you just, that was just fucking ridiculous? Um, Where to I start? Think, I know. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking about, like, different stuff. Like, what was interesting to me, though, is that I never, I didn't never, I didn't come out to myself till yeah. I was 30. 
And um, we're going to talk about that a little bit later as well. Right. Not trying to put that point no, off, yeah. talk to it, but but I was it was interesting though because I would get like undergear magazines and like international mail yeah, yeah. and then because i was on these um what were supposedly targeted towards gay men um uh. magazines i would start getting like um like toy magazines in the mail at hiles anderson <laughs> and i was like oh my god <laughs> like it was like all this oh. like like seriously yeah. like like all that play stuff yeah. that's like like like, very legit. Very dark. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's a, it's like the black magazine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, the stuff you're not supposed to the see. Dark shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the girl, the dragon tattoo kind of crap. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. That, that, heavy shit that Yeah, you... heavy stuff. And I was like, oh my god, they mailed this to me at Hiles Anderson College. Like you've got to be freaking kidding me. And it's what no girl, what what who or whoever, or maybe yeah. who who was delivering the mail yeah. and they were like, Who's Paul, who's putting Paul? I know, but I don't know if he was in charge of the mail the whole time. But, yeah. <laughs> but um You know he read through those. Yeah, you know, I, know. He, I was like, like oh, let me just <laughs> God, be kidding me. I would go to the bathroom and be like, Oh my god, somebody is going to see the fact but then I would look through all the pages, you know, because you just had to look. I mean, of course. But, but then I would I would tear it up into little small pieces no and flush shit. it down the toilet. The toilet? The toilet, absolutely. Because I was I mean, so afraid. Because I it. couldn't keep it in my... And no. then I, mean, I didn't want to go throw it in the garbage with my name, name on it. On Obviously, it, yeah. I could have torn the back page off, but I wasn't that smart at the time. Well, even you if know? you were, you have this... There's this paranoia. Oh, that's totally. In. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, there's this paranoia of some... Because... Everyone tells on everyone, and I mean yes. everyone. It is like Nazi fucking Germany, because it's like, it is. no matter with people. whatever, exactly, because everybody's telling on everybody else, mm -hmm. and the fact that you've got people hitting your floor or whatever, but it could be just yeah. whatever thing you're doing, which is normal for yeah. everybody. Like, you have a rock and roll music CD, which whatever that means. Um, That'll get you kicked like, out. That can get you in trouble, yeah, yeah. So people would hide... Or like try to find people that they could trust, they could even yep. just talk to about the fact that they like listened to music that had drums in it. Uh, yeah, that was know? a wicked thing. Yeah. I I remember. I'll say his name because I don't think he'd mind. But um, did you did you know Josh Griffin in college at all? I believe so. Okay, yeah. so Josh, I remember I got I was super close to getting busted. My it must have been my freshman year. Mm -hmm. What was I doing with rock CDs? Or I don't know. I didn't even have rock at home. But I had CDs my freshman year. I had, right. Oh no, it wasn't rock. It was fucking soundtracks and Josh Groban. Right. It wasn't rock or even Southern Gospel yet. I just Josh Groban was barely dirty. The worst. Dirty. <laughs> dirty man. Mm -hmm. So I remember not getting busted with it, but being realizing that we're going to come looking right. and running to Josh, just booking it over to Josh's. Uh -huh. um, uh, room on Malone. I was on okay. rice. I went right. to random Malone. I was like, right. he was. It was Monday morning. He was just, ah, he was right, asleep right, right. and he was out. I ran over like, Josh, Josh, go, go. I was super scared. Right. And Josh is like, what the, what is wrong with you? I'm like, right. they're gonna find my music. I was so scared. He's like, just throw it in the bottom of my dirty clothes. I'm like, that's it. Yeah. That's your master play. He's like, yeah, dude, just fucking do it. I'm trying to sleep. Right. I did it and that was it. Like, right. I never, I never saw it again. No there problem. You go. <laughs> but it's just the the yeah. the paranoia mm -hmm. right. of knowing I'm in trouble and I could get in so much trouble. My right. parents are going to be disappointed, even right. if I don't get kicked out. Like, right. I'm going to bear this guilt and shame right. for these soundtracks. Exactly, and that goes back to like, I left. Um, I was I was sick one night when I left UPS and my. Um, the, my bosses at UPS were so pissed at me and I was, I was, I didn't want to embarrass the college because yeah. the guy that yep. was talking to me. Well, at, UPS is a big Hiles Anderson 
They were, they were at the time, yeah. yeah. But um, they, the guy was like, I know you Baptists and all this stuff. And he, and he was saying all this crazy stuff about that. It was so religious motivated. I was very surprised. Yeah. Um, well, he knew what he was doing. But but the thing is that um, that I was, I was so not wanting to embarrass the college that I was like, just let them do whatever they wanted to do and I wouldn't say anything. I didn't yeah. stand up for myself when I no. should have yeah. because I was so not wanting to embarrass... Your allegiance to Hal's Anderson. Exactly. And, yeah. um, and so I lost my job because no I shit. didn't say anything. I just wow. sat there and just let them berate me and take whatever that they had to say, really, because wow. I was just didn't want to embarrass yeah. Hal's Anderson College. It was Damn, so dude, weird, so dude. It was so up. messed up. It was really that's messed so up. That's so fucked up. So, anyways, but yeah. So there's this. there's just so many like looking. It's it's hard to know where I'm jumping off point to start, but there's so many things with going to that college that are just so bizarre to the real world. Right. And I've said this to people that have attended before. Like, I wouldn't say it's fun, but it is kind of comical to have a conversation with someone that's been in the real world their whole life, right? And then ex- try to explain to them Hiles Anderson, or just tell them like, no, that's really how it happened. And they're yeah, just like, yeah. that doesn't make any fucking sense. You're full of shit. And you're like, right. no, no, like that's yeah. exactly this how it happened. Love there, yeah. yeah exactly. right. <laughs> it's all so nutty. Like right. I, I, what I want to do is I want to talk talk about that a little bit, but I'm trying yeah. to be cautious of, you know, what have I talked about before on here? Right. No, that's fine. I don't want to. But no, nothing, nothing that you've said is anything that we've talked about before. But. Um, you know, life in the life in the dormitories was very. Um, well, that's where you lived. Really. Yeah. You know, that's where you slept. That's where you showered. Mm-hmm. I guess I shouldn't say that's where you lived because you were in class and you had work. You know, if you right. worked full time, did you work through college every year or no? Because um, you had scholarships some years. Yeah. Well, we want to talk about a little bit about how we came there. But, <clears> um, let's get into that. Yeah. How did you end up in Hollister College? That, that came to be is that um, I was writing back and forth to a guy in Great Britain mm-hmm. and I didn't know about history on your computer yet and my brother <laughs> and my best friend found the computer history of me writing to this guy. Right. They printed it out, took it to my parents. I was going to go to Golden State in California yeah. and then um, then they found this information. I was gay. My sister and my brother engineered um, my So this friend. is uh, before college. Before college. So okay. then, Hiles Anderson had a um, a year's scholarship for being the valedictorian of your micro Christian school. Yes. So we had ten people in the class, so we, it made the cut. Of, Two were in my graduating oh class, my God. so I did not make the cut. So I was, but I was able to say fifty percent of my graduating class went to Hiles Anderson. Well, that's great. Way to go! <laughs> I did it. I was very proud of myself. You're a hero uh, <laughs> in so many ways. In so many ways. <laughs> But it was uh, like so. My, so you got a my, my, me and my parents decided um, because they, my, we were, for some reason, I thought that people were going to beat me up or something like that if I went to California, which I think is just freaking crazy. I don't well, think that would have happened. I think part of it is probably if they suspected that you were gay, which is just this terrible thing. Right. This is the land of fruits and nuts. And right. so I don't know that that was part of their motivation, but that would make sense to me that they would think, well, if we keep them away from California where all the gay people are. But even that, that I don't even think they. I, I think they were just afraid register. that somebody was going to beat me up because they knew. You know what I mean? Oh. So okay. if I went to Hiles Anderson, a lot less people knew, and nobody really knew because none mm. of my people were none of the people I associated with were associated were going like most of the people that associated with okay. weren't going there. Okay. So, 
Um, I went to Hiles Anderson instead. So right. I ended up in Indiana. I was just like bawling and crying for the first oh, like, yeah. two years. Like, God, why, you know, why is this happening? That you know, sucks. Like this whole. This I bawled whole, for a week. This whole. Oh, it was awful, dude. Dude, I'm so sorry. I mean, I, I was know, excited. I, I had a good time. This is all new information. Like, I'm not making this. Isn't a, like I'm making this up. Like, right. that's all new information. I didn't yeah. know that. It was but, really sad and really yeah, like because I was like because the whole thing is like I wanted to be healed and I, like you know I was everyone's were like running around looking at the ceiling. And the whole problem going in is that you think you're broken and stuff like that. So that's kind of how I ended yeah, up yeah. in the dorms. And then of course I end oh up in the dorms God. with a beautiful guy no. who just got like who just got like. Um, anyways, he was my. I won't <laughs> you tell can you why. Yeah, how you there? But um, he, <laughs> he 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 he. Let's just say he had a lot of extra time to work out. Okay, um, all right. <laughs> so he was in there, and then we had. Um, I was Daniel, and then I had another friend yep. that. Um, that uh, his we name drop was a lot of first Alan. names. Yeah, on I'll this drop first names. Yeah. <laughs> and then Alan. Alan had this GD awful. Because um, everyone would freaking wake up at oh at like God. five a.m. in the morning Stupid, dude. to pray. Right, and so everyone's like, hey, they, like if you're working, do they these people enforce are, that, that with you. Do they enforce that with you at no all? No one enforced okay. anything, but, it, but as far as that goes, felt but the like, conviction. But they which is actually guilt. He but. would so, but he would get in at like three a.m. in the morning, oh my God. and then he's supposed to magically wake up at five a.m. <laughs> But he had this alarm clock that sounded like oh. the world was exploding, <laughs> and like we were on some fucking spaceship or oh, something like this, no. and it was like, wah, 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 wah. and it was like, and it would go off at 5 a.m. in the morning oh. or whatever, and it was so loud mm. and mm. terrible that, and Daniel woke up one morning. And John slept above me. Yeah. He was he actually was from California, nice. uh, and I love John. He was a great guy. Um, and uh, but. Daniel woke up one morning and he was so pissed that Alan's freaking thing was going off. And because the th problem was, is that Alan never woke up. Oh, okay, Ever that's the worst. Woke up. They even turned it off. Isn't that? You the, know? I think that's a human thing. It was like like this girl upstairs, yeah. like on like tomorrow morning, right. she's gonna wake you up. Yeah, her alarm's gonna wake you up. Yeah, for three hours. It's crazy. Why is it always? Let's just pause. How's it for a minute? Why? What is wrong with you people? Yes. Like the people that now she can hear me. She, <laughs> what is wrong with you people that that fucking? <laughs> oh, she's stomping now. What's wrong with you people that know you're not gonna get up to your alarm, but you said it anyway? Yes. Yes. So, What's wrong? Hello. <laughs> Intervention. Why, why do you do that? Intervention. Yes. Intervene. Please. So hold on a second. All I right. have to finish this because yes, Daniel woke up one morning while Alan's alarm clock was freaking going off, <laughs> and it was so loud, the world sounds like it was gonna mm. explode. Dana wakes up, grabs his freaking alarm <laughs> clock. The walls, the walls, those half walls was like like this like plywood crap right. wall. Yeah. Daniel takes that alarm clock, opens, swings the door open, throws that piece of Come shit on. alarm clock against the wall, and busts it into a million <laughs> That's pieces. Awesome. It was great. That's heroic. <laughs> I was like, hallelujah. I mean, now we can have prayer time. Yeah, it's prayer sure. time now, and I feel some praises going on. <laughs> And it was exactly. so good. It was so good. That's you know awesome. I mean? So, um, so I agree with you though. Like, if you're gonna set an alarm, freaking get up. Please. Or just don't set the freaking alarm. How about that? Don't set it. Patrick constantly <laughs> you know. does that. Shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate it. It's like, it's like there's an alarm going off at 7 a.m. and like somebody ain't getting out of bed till yeah. nine. Like I know that, <laughs> but like when but are you, you gonna figure it the fuck with that out? You know snooze button. Yeah. Exactly. I'm exactly. not gonna say I'm never guilty of that, but yeah, right. it definitely. If you know you're not gonna get up by the second or third snooze. 
dude, yeah, just, just set the alarm it. for yeah. later. Right. Come on. Or right. don't set it at all. Hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Money. Exactly. <laughs> so This has been 2020. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed. Yes, Bye-bye. Right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, dorm life is just, uh, I think, I think dorm life is kind of crazy anyways. Yeah. But then when you throw in all the factors of, um, you know, not touching your girlfriend because you're dating and um, having to get up at six thirty and make your bed, and make your bed, and the thing offenses, demerits, oh and God, dorm yes. duties. What the was that? Dude, let's Can talk we about please that. hire dorm duties. anybody for a dollar a how day about, about from this? a foreign country or something like this? I, that's, not to be racist here or anything, but they would have, <laughs> they would just, they would yeah. have kids come like, in from foreign countries and they had, they could not work a normal job. No, and no. so they like, weren't on the right kind of visa. We all had to go work. Yeah. But we and, also had. Let's talk about dorm duties because I'm trying to because I, I remember that now. We, we used to do like clean toilets and we had yeah. to vacuum the floor and Here's stuff like that. But like I'm fine with cleaning up the toilet after I use the, I use the bathroom or something like yeah. that, and I'm fine with cleaning the but, floor. But, but the thing not, is, like, it's not my job to clean the whole bathroom. The whole, like exactly, it's not my job. I have to work. I was up at five, right. and I've got I've got to be at work at four, and I'm going to work till right. one in the morning. Right. But I also have to clean the bathroom or. I'm gonna get demerits. Are you gonna trouble? And my here's, thing is, it could have hired one person easily. to go clean every single here's dorm. What, here's what it could have—it would have been did. one scholarship. We had hired people. They were the dorm soups. Every floor had a man or a woman in charge of that dorm. Why weren't they cleaning? Uh, I mean, their they, job was right, to be their, responsible their for was, everyone on that dorm floor. Right. Then clean up their shit. Right. It's it was simple. crazy. I just feel like I just feel like Dude, somebody dorm like one I of the completely forgot about. I totally I, forgot. About I would have just had some. I just thought it was so annoying, and I because the uh, I just feel like there was there was people that were literally there all day long that mm. could not go work because they were from a foreign country, and which they is just, fine. They were out. But they were just hanging out all day long, and I was like, pay them, Dude, whatever, had, to come in and do the work. We I had mean, a guy, it would really weird me out. Okay, so <clears throat> the men's showers were I don't know how you would describe it, a horseshoe, right? Like at least on rice it was like it's a, a horseshoe so like It was a, just like a half bath shower. Kind yeah, of thing. exactly. So but you had like but you had like ten or twenty, you know, stalls for right. showers. Yeah, yeah. This guy, I don't know if he just didn't take classes or what, but if he he would strike up a conversation he wouldn't be going to the shower. Right. Okay. He would strike up a conversation with you. Right. Before you got in the shower. Right. He would follow you. Right. He would bring a chair in. Uh-huh. And he would sit outside of the shower and converse with what you the hell? while you're showering, nice. getting ready for your day. Nice. What the fuck is that? I don't know. That was the weird. I cannot. I would say his name if I could remember it. Not his last name, but I cannot remember his first name. I just I, remember the guy that would come and he would get in the shower mm-hmm. with like um, a suit on, what? basically, and or, oh, stall and, then, and then he would get out and he would come back out of the shower with a suit on. I was like. Uh, how'd you do that? Not so wet though. No, but I mean, like, he, I mean, part of this thing would get wet because you like tried to dry well, yeah. off in the shower. I was like, how do you manage that? I mean, like, take an entire shower. Like, my butt was hanging out all over the oh, place. Yeah. Oh, special moment here. Yes, I have to, with the remind this up. That I pull this back up for just a yes. moment because I was getting out of the shower one day mm-hmm. and somebody told me that my ass was brown and I was like. um... How did you get that deep up into my ass <laughs> to, to see. like see that it was brown? And since when, like, do you already know about bleaching or something like this? Something that I don't actually know about. You know what I mean? 
Because I was this like, very dude, strange. that's so freaking weird. Like, <laughs> who's staring at my ass that close? Was it a was? How did that information come to you? Someone the, a guy was standing suit? in the door in the door of the shower, like in the room, and I, I was like, drying just, off because I would just dry yeah, off out. Like, my everything was hanging out. He, yeah, yeah, he would holl. He just like hollered that out to you. Yeah, he was like, hey, like you need to wipe your ass or something like this. And I was like, yeah, okay, like I haven't been wiping my fucking ass for all of my life. Yeah, exactly. It's like perfect, like perfect pig. Were you ever, (laughs) were you ever a part of the prank on freshmen, where you would steal all of our uh, uh, shower curtains? Were you ever a part of that? I might have been. I don't recall Ah, really a whole lot. I do. I, one of my best pranks, though, to, to let's hear it was we do you went. Remember the screaming meanie? I don't know if it was. Yeah, everyone had those those stupid alarms. Yeah, put, put it off in chapel. Oh really? Yes. Someone. It was in the middle of chapel. Oh my god. And that was probably similar to what what's his name Daniel had or whatever. No, no um, this Alan's was worse. Alan's was worse, worse, worse than worse. the screaming meanie. Uh-huh. So worse. if you haven't, if you don't know screaming screaming meanie, it's just YouTube that shit, and you'll know real yeah, quick. Yeah. But it was a loud as fuck alarm. And chapel is like the very sacred moment of the day. You know, right. like yeah. everyone's quiet. This guy's just berating you about Jesus for an hour. Right. And you've got to shut the fuck up and be still. Or they'll come around with a clipboard and give you demerits. That's right. Um, but someone set off the loudest fucking alarm I've ever heard right in the middle. Like they had it set up to go off. In the middle right of in the middle of chapel. Right, oh, right. it was glorious. Yes. And then another time... There was the little choir loft. No choir ever sat there, really. But, you know, yeah, for a tour, yeah, yeah. you'd, you'd yeah. sit back there before uh, the before you would sing. Someone put a shitload of, like, went to the bait store, put a shitload of crickets back there. Really? Dude, that was so that awesome. Is, so awesome. But right before chapel. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And, again, people, you got to understand, like, chapel's, like, the most, literally, you've heard yeah. it many times, the right. most important part of the day. Right, right. Because we're going to yell at you about Jesus for exactly. an hour. You need to learn. You must learn about Jesus because you haven't throughout your entire childhood right. and all your college years you and every know. Sunday. You don't know, you don't know shit. You don't know. <laughs> so, but anyways, <laughs> right. interrupting that most sacred and holy thing was just it was, glorious. It I was think pretty, it, was it was beautiful. It was pretty fun. You're, one of your best pranks, though. I'm so sorry. one of my best pranks was I went to the Valentine or I went to like Walgreens mm-hmm. across the, the street, mm-hmm. down the street from the college or whatever. That's right there. I've walked there and, before. And um, it was after Valentine's Day. And they had all their stuff on sale for ninety percent off. Yeah. (laughs) So I we bought, I bought like boxes and boxes and boxes of Valentines, and then we brought them in. So Valentines that you write on. Valentines that you write on. Okay. But then we, but then we did them all in the name of my roommate Mike, and we sent them first and last name. Yeah, <laughs> we sent them. We sent them to everybody. We sent them to Ray Young. No we sent them shit. to we, and because we had inner office, we yes, had inner mail. We, we had, had a mail inner campus mail. So we also sent oh them to all God. the high school boys oh and stuff no. like this. Oh I'm not kidding you. It was hilarious. Oh and we sent them to everybody, like anybody Dude, that's that we sent. Them. It was the best prank ever because that's the so thing cool. is, like, it made him super popular. Though I, I don't know, I don't know. He's, he was on staff. He was on staff there for a while. I don't know if he's still on staff or not right now. I'm sorry, Mike. But, Sorry, Mike. But, uh, but Dude, that's it was, so funny. It was the best prank. And we had, like, a whole bunch of people involved. There was a whole bunch of people well, that I loved. Be, yeah. and just loved writing these Valentine's that's things. Funny. Because reading all the Valentine's, it was so funny because we would pick some of the stupidest <laughs> ones to go shit, to, right? like, the, the worst people, you know? <laughs> and it was just, like, the best. It is, it's oh. so stupid. But it was just so much fun is writing Valentine's. Dude, we so wrote funny. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Valentine's. It was, that's a terrific prank. It was a great prank. One of my favorite pranks. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I think and it, it wouldn't hurt anybody. It no, was just fun. You know that what is I mean? fun. 
most of the pranks that I was involved in or, or happened to me were pretty hurtful. Um, I remember, um, I think I've talked about this before, so I'll be brief, but I remember uh, my freshman year, they stole all the shower curtains, but they left one. Okay. They left one. I know Jason Williams was a part of it. Oh, yeah? They let, yeah, for sure. And I'll say his name because yeah. I'm still bitter about that shit. <laughs> But uh, they left one, which was the genius of it. Yeah, yeah. Because all us kind of little freshmen were like, oh, oh, just wait for that one. Right. And I remember my friend Todd was like, he didn't say these words. It was just like, fuck this, I'm going to get a shower. Just right. went to the song, like, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> just take a shower. Everyone's going to see us on the floor. Water goes on the floor. Oh, no. That suit guy would have lost his shit, though. Yeah, for sure. Oh, he would have. <laughs> he would have showered and going to see my suit get wet. No. Oh damn! There was some like I I you know I try not to be mean, but we definitely there's weird people everywhere in the world. But mm. man, did we have a crop of them? Yes. Like we had some people that were just like, "Whoa, you are from Mars!" Like there's right. no way you're from mm -hmm. here. Not here as in housing. Here as in like the planet. You're not, here mentally, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're not with it at all. Yeah. Remember we had a kid. Um, I think this is the same kid that would talk to us in the showers. Mm -hmm. That. Uh, Jumped off the balcony trying to commit suicide in the uh, Wendell's or not the Wendell's. Not, 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 sorry, I said that wrong. In the uh, DeCoster dining hall, <clears throat> he, he jumped off the balcony, the <laughs> broke his leg, yeah. and then like when we had, when everyone asked him like what is it? Well, I know Jesus was gonna save me. <laughs> Jesus ain't gonna save you from shit. You're gonna yeah. hurt yourself. You let Jesus take the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Oh he did. God. That was the problem. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Yeah, just I don't know. Man. Maybe if you would have landed on the sandwich pile. Or something, <laughs> I don't know. Those things were pretty hard. Those things were rough. So, and I think what we're the point we're getting at is, mm -hmm. life in college in a dormitory is different from the real world. But when you put it in that, in the kind of the environment, Bible. yeah, and when you put it in that environment, mm -hmm. good lord, it's so much different than the real world. Like, right. like I, I don't say that I didn't have fun or didn't make good friends because I definitely did did all of those. Yeah, it was just bizarre. The community was great, but yes. what the but what the also at the same point, it's kind of like the sins in the community. It's kind of like the village, the movie almost in a way. Like, oh my god, just like so accurate. It's, yes, it's perfect. Like you're all in this. You all are really enjoying it, but like you know, this is not real. Couples are like doing it together, and you don't mm -hmm. know about it, mm -hmm. like. Jack's got his thing on the side, side like family living behind his house. You yeah. know what I mean? And stuff yes, like this. Yeah. Like, yeah, and then and then Scott, I remember like was like he was like I remember t saying to him one day that I was like Did you ever go to Scott for counseling? Yes. How did that the go? counsel like basically like I mean like I Were was, you going for a specific reason or you just went well, to go? Because I had gotten I I got expelled from college. Did you really? Like, yes, for like a day basically. Because okay. Okay. Hang on. Let's, I, yeah. Okay. Tell me about that. Okay. This is new um, information. Also, when I was leaving the dorms one night, I was going on a trip, and I signed out of You're the going dorms on a trip? because we or had going a, on a yeah, trip. I was going on a trip, like to some to California. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> okay. Um, and um, and we had to sign out because we had to say where yes. we were going yes, constantly yeah, of course. because mm -hmm. we had to. Yeah. They you know, it was like you were doing all the time. Yeah, it was like gold base in Scientology. <laughs> you have to know where the yep. fuck you are every yeah, moment of every true. day, right? So absolutely. So I was signing out, and I signed out as like as like Bob Hope or something uh, like this. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the cameras caught you or what? I don't know who caught. It was me some or whatever, fucking security guard. They were it? just somebody was somebody got upset with me because because you're not Bob Hope. I, yeah, I, like and I was just thought it was just I. And it was, it was so, I was supposed to graduate, like, 
literally like a month after that. No. And so they, they love dangling that shit. Dude. They love me it. And then say oh. that I had to take another semester of college. My dad and more my money. mom and dad were supposed to come out. Yeah, exactly. They, so I had to take another semester of college. Jesus Christ. Um, because of this. Um, it was great. And I remember like Dr. Evans was like, I don't even know who you are right now. Like, I don't even know who you don't are. Don't you? But it was just don't like. Don't you love that extreme guilt trip that but you? Yeah, use? it was such. There was Crazy. so much shame that was used and stuff yes. like that. But um, it was intense stuff. Oh, dude. intense amounts of shame. Yeah, super intense. But it was it was crazy because like I was like, why am I signing out when I'm like I'm like 24 years old Hello. and I'm an adult and and I've been and at I, your spot for six years, five years, right? Like, and uh, I was just like to the point where I was just like, I am so done, you know? Yeah, I'm so done. Yeah, so yeah. Um, like I just didn't care anymore. And I was like, it was clearly you signed out as Bob. Hope, and I know, I just care. know that so many other people that were just like signing in and out, doing whatever the mm-hmm. age they wanted, whatever mm-hmm. they wanted, and so like, yeah. I, and I, and so and the thing is, I didn't say anything about anybody else's stuff. Right. That's, that's not my but job. Someone turned you in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But somebody turned me in for whatever that was, and so. Um, I had to go to discipline committee and all this. Bless <laughs> you. Me. How many times did you go to DC? Just the once? And that wasn't even DC. That was like a meeting in Ray Young's office. Oh, okay. And um, and a whole how bunch did, of nasty stuff was said in there. How too. did that I mean, go? It was really was that weird. Ray Young? Was were Jack Scott was and Ray, Ray Young both in no, there? No, um, Jack Scott was not in that. Okay, you you, you went to council after, yeah, yeah, because um, you needed more Jesus I, clearly. I, but when I came back from that trip or whatever, um, then um, then um. That's when you got all kinds of busted. That's when I got kinds of busted mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but um, but then Scott wanted to meet me, him and Ray Young, like a couple weeks later after that in, this, in Scott's office at the church. And I sat there because I thought that they knew that I was gay. And so they kept asking me if I was drunk, if I was high. Yeah, um, like, like, are you drunk and high right now? Question. No, no, I don't drink. I don't no, 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 not now. No, I'm that. saying, I'm saying, in that moment, in their no, office. No, I wasn't drink. I wasn't drink. I'm not drinking. I'm, drink. saying, I'm not high. Never it, have been. No, high. I'm like, saying like, were were they asking you then and there like, are you drunk and yeah, high? Yeah, they right asked now? me if I was drunk and if oh, I was high. Oh, okay. Because I was almost shaking because I thought they were. Gonna, I thought they knew that you I was were getting out. But the thing is, is that like, I told Jack Scott the summer after I came to college. Mm-hmm basically told him without saying the words G-A-Y that I was gay. And all and he said to me was that, you know, you're going to be, you're going to do great here. You're going to, you're going to be a, you're going to find a good wife and you're going to be able to go pastor a church and all this stuff. Totally flushed under the rug. Every pastor I talked to really before that well, time, t- completely flushed under the rug. They don't, know how to, they don't know how to deal with that. No. It's, they have, they, that's the thing that, that, dude, I've gotten into Facebook fights about this so many times. Right, right. Like, and, and if you're a real a real pastor who has a real flock and you really love your people, right. you will send them to a licensed therapist. Yes. You will not yes, sit them yes, down yes. and say, I will counsel you and help. Like, right. I get, if you're real good with money and you took the Dave Ramsey class or if you've had a great marriage for 30 years, like, like if I was married, I would sure as shit go to my parents for marriage help. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Right? I'm not married anymore, so I don't need to. Right. But, that's who I would go to. Or right. I would go to a therapist. Or both. Or probably right. a therapist first. But I wouldn't go to my dad as a pastor and say, as a pastor, I need your help with my marriage. Look, if you're if you're a pastor and you're actively counseling people and it's intense shit, you need to fuck that, knock that shit off. Yeah. Like that, don't do that. Because again, they're woefully unprepared. Right. You have a exactly. co- in many cases, I'm not saying in every case, right. in many cases, you have a degree from a Christian college. That's great. Some of them are accredited. Unfortunately, right. ours was not. Right. However, accredited or not, you do not have a degree in psychology, in therapy. You right. have no business 
trying to help someone who has a psychological problem that they right. need therapy for. Right, exactly. Stop fucking around. You are right. ruining people's lives. John's a happy man. Yeah. Your life is not ruined. But mm-hmm. you're, you people are ruining people's lives. You need to hear that because yeah. they are absolutely oh, yeah. doing that. And what you ran into every time, I'm going now, sorry. No, you're fine. What you ran into every time was men that were so unprepared, like, uh, they just don't know what to do. You're gay. Okay, well, make sure you budget your money really good and pray and make sure you're here every time the doors are open yeah. and make sure you go soul winning a lot. And you know what? God's going to take care of the rest. Scripture and and memorize scripture. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And God's going to take care of everything else. Right. God's not taking care of shit. <laughs> okay? When it comes to that, He's yeah. not, in my opinion. And I know we have different views on God. I'm gonna, not yeah. knocking God by saying right, that. No, I'm no, saying. No. God isn't God isn't gonna like sort this shit out for you. You got to figure it out yourself. Right. And it's not something that um, some pastor should be trying to counsel you about. And like you said, they don't have an answer. They right. just say when it comes to get, being gay, divorce, mm-hmm. abortion, like the yes. church just doesn't All have the, the answers. They don't know how to deal with it. You know what I mean? Because like you're supposed to you're supposed to say all look through the Bible. Look through it, the Bible. What right. does it say about how to deal with it? Look right. in the Old Testament. You stone right. those people. All this stuff is supposed to get fixed for you magically. Yes. And you're supposed to come to the altar and pray and all this stuff. And then all this stuff's supposed to go away. But it doesn't go away. No. The problem is still there. Exactly. And it's not a problem. It's not a problem. Right. Right. But you've been taught to believe it's a fucking problem. Exactly. Exactly. So what else? That's your reality. What else do you know? Exactly. Right. We'll get back on that subject in a minute. but, (laughs) But it's true. Like that's, that is, I love that you talked about that. Like that's what you run into with, with this kind of. Uh, mentality is like, well, God will take care of it. Well, no, like it's something. It's not something that needs taken care of. You've just right. been trained that it's something that's wrong. When, and again, I'm not just talking about being gay. I'm talking about again divorce and, right. and therapy and abortion and all that. It's not something that a right. pastor needs to sit down one on one with you and talk to you about. It's something right. that you need to get real help with. Right. Anyways, right. let's. <laughs> That got deep fast. That's well, all I was me. just saying about, yes, the, continue. about Scott, though. Like, yes. I went to his office one day, and I said, I said, I really feel like I'm dealing with the liberal news media, like, in a way that, like, whenever I come in here, you guys are just, like, literally making crap up. No shit. And, and you, you told guys, him that? Yeah, I said it to him. I said it in his face. Did he and lose it? I know he's going to be lost his, his shit. He yeah. lost his yeah. shit. And he kicked me out of his office and literally kicked me in the butt in front no of shit. all the people that were in line. Yeah. Was like, this t- no, was this at his college at the office of the college? No, at the at the, at the church? church. At the church. Jesus. Yes. It was so weird. It was and humiliating, so weird. yes. It was humiliating, yeah. but it was just like it just showed me that like he was like lost. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. That he yeah. was as a person, he was lost. Like it was, just wasn't Absolutely. I like I've like he did he did a lot of wrong stuff, but I I do have like an element of compassion in my heart you with have the some fact empathy. that he was empathy exactly, yeah. I would say. Um, for the fact that he was in way over his head. He didn't know what the H.U. was doing. Also, huh. I feel like he had to have doubted like all the stuff that was going on because it was well, such bullshit. Because the problem is is that you are at the... When, you've get, when you get to the top of this... Like, the line of the get-in-line philosophy and yeah. of this blessings, 
and you realize that oh geez like all the stuff's not solving and the only reason you stay in it is because the money's so good you know yeah. what i mean he was, he was so he was big. doing fine yeah um make writing books and you know like joel olstein's not the runner of the church because the church is paying him a fucking ton of money nope. he's made he's loving that because yeah. he's making money off his books he, mm-hmm. he could he could re- he don't have to get paid a dime from that damn church yeah he can get paid he can just live off the books i don't paid much from the church actually he doesn't need to yeah he's getting paid off the books and the yep. same thing goes when you're like a leader you yeah. make money like Gary Vee even yep, like he exactly, doesn't get yeah. paid a lot maybe necessarily Probably from his CEO, business I doubt he doesn't make that much money but he makes a ton of money off of writing speaking books and speaking yeah. engagements yeah, this is how it works absolutely and so he was doing the same thing and, yeah. and so well if you look at the how, how lost he must have been to no excuses here but to end up getting indicted and sent away for what he did yeah. he's incredibly lost like there's exactly. no way you can wreck I say he's lost because there's right. no way you can reconcile being a pedophile, which is absolutely what he is, mm-hmm. and being a pastor of a mega church that doesn't right. believe women should even wear pants. Right. Like, how do you marry those two ideas? They can't. Those don't coexist. Right. They're not parallel remotely. Right. So, and that that goes to the that goes to the point of authenticity again. Yes. Now, because when you're living in a space where you cannot be authentic, then this is what you end up. You end up with divergent yeah. lives. So God, that's so he, good. That's such a great point. Because you're he 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 could have he could have done what he did on that sounded so ghetto, but anyways, he could have done what he did on the <laughs> totally. um, on the pulpit at the church. Yep. And he would still be a free person right now mm-hmm. had he done it had he done it at the church and not hid what he was doing. Yeah. But because of the fact that he hid and went across the state, state lines, lines from what I've heard I'm, yeah. I'm not an expert in this yeah, but just because he because he was not being authentic for who he was it would have been better for him to tell his wife hey you know what I feel like I'm doing this and this is yeah. what I'm doing yeah. if you want to join is. me then great if not then yeah. you can divorce me that's mm-hmm. fine but it would have been better for him to have been authentic in whatever yeah. it is regardless of whatever it is going yep. to be yep. it's better to be authentic but you live in this place where you're supposed to have this fake profile yep. And and you're supposed to live with your short hair for yeah. men. You're supposed to wear this suit. The ladies have to wear their dresses. Yeah. It's and a very duplicitous life. Exactly. Like you're two people. Right. And again, what you're saying makes so much sense. Like it opens up just such a wide swath of all this craziness that you can do now because exactly. you're two people. Right. And you and, and you don't have to step out far to be that. Say, this is here. Here's an interesting concept. You don't have to step out far to be that other person. You just have to listen to rock music mm-hmm. and watch a little porn. Maybe maybe not even mm-hmm. porn. Just watch some commercials where there's a lot of legs showing. Like now right. you're that now you're that double person. That's all you did. Right. That's all you did was do right. normal stuff that normal people do every day. Right. Now you're du- now you're two people. Right. You're living what I would term a duplicitous life. Mm-hmm. And now there's no limits. Right. You can fucking rob banks. You right. can do all do kinds. Of, you really do right? it because you cut off. What, there's a Bible term. You seared your conscience. Right. It's a Bible term. There's not a connection you to your authentic self and who it's you gone. actually are. And that's the whole thing is like with me, like dealing with like gay issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like it was like I'm gay over here, but I'm straight here. And I yeah. even like when I was dating my ex-wife, like I was doing everything with her to the letter. Right. Because I was, but the thing is, like at the same time, I was like sleeping with guys. Yeah. While I'm like not kissing a girl, like because I've got to obey God in this area, and I was so oh, crazy. <laughs> like, How much of a mind fuck was that, the dude? Hell, you know what I mean? Like, That's what is crazy. that? It was just, it's just so crazy because, that, like, literally, we were not living authentically. You, you know what I mean? You can't. You and and really, you can't. 
How right. can you? And I'm not saying that no one can or ever has. I really feel like my parents, for their time that they were in, they they were very authentic. Like mm-hmm. we didn't watch a movie above PG fucking ever. Like, right. We didn't. My sisters wore what they were supposed to wear. But that's what wear, they were like, training with you, though. You don't know if they watched a, a regular that's true. show. That's true. Though. That's the thing. It's like quite even possible. if they watch yeah. a different show yes. in the same amount of time. Yep. Like. I'm not, I'm not no, no, your parents no, right no, not at that, all. That it, for anybody, because like I remember, like we weren't allowed to watch movies at church, but then right. we would go over to like Dr. Owens' house mm-hmm. and like watch movies mm-hmm. um, with his kids and stuff like that. That were like not rated the same thing that right. were supposed to be rated not okay. college. They were like, not okay. Yeah, and so yeah. I'm like, um, <laughs> well, like you start start short now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's when the smoke comes out. You know what I mean? <laughs> Exactly. Like what the age? Well, know? we're gonna get into we got into deep waters. I'm gonna mm-hmm. pull us out of there real quick, and we'll go back to them. Trust yes. me. Yes, but we go deep all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> word. Let's talk about tour a little bit. Um, yeah. And I know I, I've talked about this with Mary before, mm-hmm. um, but it's uh, I had for me I had I had a good time. Like I had fun. I had a good I won't say his name, but I had a good tour pastor, uh-huh. and he, he treated us right, and we had a good time. We had fun, but I know that wasn't everyone's experience. Right. Um, but. You know, it was, uh, and I've explained it before, so I won't go into it. I think I've explained it in the podcast, but, you know, just going across the country and, or in a different region of the country and just like telling people about how's Anderson and standing up there. And what are some, um, I guess I've already talked about the serious side of it before. What are some things you remember from that experience that were just like, again, what the fuck or bonkers or just funny, like goofy, stupid stuff? Because, again, um, you've been on tour, what, uh, two or three two years? years? Two years. Two years, yeah. I traveled. I, like, I yeah, literally traveled. started traveling when I, when I, once I came to college. Well, like, so I was on a plane. Like, you're a rare bird, though. You're yeah. a male pianist. Right. You don't get those yeah, in front of yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, I remember my, the, the pianist um, for our tour group, um, I won't say his name. We've talked a little bit here and there, but, like, he, every year was in college, he had to go on tour because right. that he was the male pianist. Right, like, exactly. we didn't get a bunch of those. Right, anyway, exactly. sorry, go ahead. Um, you were traveling from the get-go. Yeah, I started traveling. Like I was, I went to New York. Like within months of arriving at the college. Really? For, yeah. for what? I went to the Osborne's church in New York, and Jack okay. Scott preached. Okay. And then Chris Teff preached there. Yep. Like later on. Um, but I loved traveling to that. That That's place awesome. was fantastic. Yeah. I really enjoyed the the people there. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually. Um, one of the Osborne kids lives out in um, in L.A. and I might get to see oh, him this week. Oh fuck yeah, that's awesome! So he's, I hope he gets he's been to. trying out for the Voice. No shit, oh, for I hope real. he gets it. I hope well, he's he got it the too. right last name for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, Donnie or But I traveled a lot though. Yeah. Um, and I was traveling as, I was, a, as not, a pianist. As a pianist, yeah. I was playing all the time. I was mm-hmm. playing almost. I played almost every. every Again, Sunday. you're a rarity. Like that's yeah. hard to come by. So one of the things that happened on tour, like I'm just trying to think of all the different things that we did, because we went, we travel. I traveled in the Midwest twice. I don't yeah. know how I got. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. It was condemned. Condemned. Because all the other. Definitely were. It was good. Definitely were, dude. It was good. Travel. Was that? Like I love the Midwest, but yeah. when I found out, I was in the, like. Fuck! Like right, right. I don't want more casserole. I grew up on this shit. Right. Like, I know that's what I'm gonna get. You just know you're gonna get a free casserole. If you got <laughs> Every bit, fucking yeah. church, so, what dude exactly, it was. Exactly. Like I'm not kidding you. We um, went to one one place, and I actually know these people, and I'm not uh, trying to be mean, but like <laughs> they made homemade pizza, which uh, is fine. Right. <laughs> we didn't have pepperoni for toppings. Right. We had hot dogs. 
Cuddle Pot Dogs out of the Topia. Nice. I nice. thought that was gonna be sick. Nice. I love pizza, right. and I'm white trash. I love hot dogs. Right, right. But they don't go hot together. Dog pizza. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. You don't love it. Sounds like something off a of freaking SpongeBob They're or really something like that. <laughs> All right, everyone, we're gonna eat a hot dog, dog pizza. pizza now. All right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know. Sorry, you're so trying good. to recall the um, reason I'm. I re I think one of my interesting, uh, my most interesting memory mm -hmm. from the um, from traveling was um i was on tour with um i believe it was the year i was with tom and clifton yep. and todd and that's the year that's the year i would have met you yeah okay yep we went to a place in oklahoma okay and i was with alan and his wife and their daughter yep and um she was amazing i loved her she was um uh what's his head's daughter um i don't know uh from the filipino people Dude, I don't know. You lost. Oh my yeah. god, I can't you remember. Heidenreich, Heidenreich yes. This is Mr. Heidenreich's yes. daughter was okay. um, was Alan's wife. Okay. Um, and anyways, super great, great, great people. Hell yeah. Um, but anyways, we we went to this house, and the pastor put us in his house, and yep. then he took him and his wife and went to the hotel. Did I tell you this? Before? No. Oh my god. Get ready, <laughs> get ready for this. Oh boy. Put your seatbelt on, honey. <laughs> Um, yes. <laughs> so, let me check. Sure. <laughs> it is securely Right, passing. exactly. Seatback exactly. trays in his upright, in upright position. position. Yep. You're going to love this. Um, so, he, the pastor and his wife went and stayed at a hotel, and they put us up in their house. Well, Big they mistake. had like three or four dogs, cats, or whatever in the house. Okay, there but was, that, there was pet. Let me stop you right there. Uh -huh. Like, that's just stupid. Right. <laughs> if I had a bunch of pets, I'd be like, Y'all staying at the hotel. Like, these are no, no, honey. We're putting the whole tour group at our house. The whole tour group the was there? The whole tour group was there with the pastor and his wife. Not the pastor and his yeah, wife. Yeah, no, but the, but tour the tour pastor. pastor yes, and his yes, wife. yes. So we were all there in the house. Make, like, I'm all, already lost. That still was, makes, that already makes I think no there sense. was six of us, right? Is there six of us? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you had a quintet, didn't you? Right, yeah. Because we had Brad Durham, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. And, um, and then, um, so we're all, we're all in this house. And me and Paul Williams had to sleep on this couch, which, uh, by the way, I just saw Paul like, yeah. yesterday. That's awesome. He what was, the hell? He's in D.C., so he came That's and said terrific, hi. That's terrific, dude. Paul. Good. Um, so, but, but me and had to sleep, yes. me and had to sleep on this couch, and the bar was in our back. And oh, yeah, those are the worst, dude. Terrible. Might as well, well sleep on the floor. Oh, yeah. But there was a birdcage over here, <laughs> and there was, like, another thing over here. Like, it was crazy. And, like, the colors in this house. It's like, you're like, sleeping in Africa. It, it was, like, the colors in this house were, like, purple. And, like, weird Hiles Church stuff. Manual It colors. looked like one of those. It looked like a, like a, um, like a haunted house kind of purple-y look or something. Jesus Christ. Anyways, it was just really weird. <laughs> yeah. The tub was, like, this red like mauvish red color and mrs d was like in yeah. there like she was like cleaning the the ring around the tub out of oh. it so her daughter could take a bath oh, so gross. and then um and well then, now oh, i know why they went to the hotel we aren't done yet we aren't done yet <laughs> there's dogs tied up in the back of uh, clifton and todd were staying in the back uh -huh. or whatever and or tom one of the guys put put their their tour clothes on the hanger in the closet this closet i kid you not was probably like 14 feet wide it was a long what? ass closet it was filled with clothes Jeez. he put his thing on the hanger right. the whole thing comes crashing to the oh, ground shit. i'm not kidding you it was so loud and then and we we're just all freaking out like what are we supposed to do now and what do you we're do we're trying to put this put damn thing together. back together and stuff like this 
And it was like, oh my god. And then we got up the next day. It was so weird. And and also that night before before we even got there. Yeah. Like they had all the food covered with like all the food and stuff like that was yeah. covered in like paper towels and stuff like this. Paper towels. And then they were um, then they were. Sp- and there was flies flying around. So the guy Dude. decided he was going to get bug spray and spray bug spray on the all over everything, trying to get these damn flies. And it was like, ugh, look, look, look. It was crazy. It was That's crazy. That's a nightmare, okay? dude. And then we got up the next day, and then, like, they like were... You, like you even like, slept. Yeah, right. Exactly. I really didn't sleep because there was so much going on. I think the dogs were still in the backyard and yapping and howling and stuff like this. It was nuts. Dude, that's fucking so crazy. So then... We went up the next morning, like, there was, like, breakfast or whatever, right, you know? So we get up, and, like, we get the... It was, like, Danishes or whatever, but then we noticed that it was, like, not... It was, like, the day-old bread store, oh, no, but it was, yes, like, yes. retired day-old bread store because there was, like, mold and some of this shit. No shit. I'm not shit. kidding, I'm not kidding, dude. Um, it was... It was <laughs> so... It was so weird. It was, like, Jesus my most... And the, okay, so then the next year, I was, like... Um, our tour pastor was like, like, oh, we're going to, we're going to the same town again. I was like, fuck oh, no, hell no. I was like, you don't want to do that. Trust me, and guy. trust me, trust me, don't do it. So we got a hotel. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, cause and I was, was like, just as bad. <laughs> I was like, last year was like a man and a mission and a, and a former missionary's like, right. like daughter. Yeah. Like so she could probably put up with this. Yep. You've probably seen your worse. wife is going to lose her shit and her kid are not going to like <laughs> love this. That's yeah. for damn sure. So. We stayed at a Motel 8 that mm-hmm. night, right? Not too but bad. But come back and kick, kick me in the ass again now. Hold on a second. This was the same night that we, that the tour pastor walked in, felt the TV, that it was, um, that it was wow. hot, that it was on, because it was static or whatever yeah, well, on the TV. Back in the day. So we, we had this whole shit. implosion about, about us watching TV. This is the next year at the same exact place. So... <laughs> Freaking what's weird. Do you remember the name of the town? I'm not gonna say it. Okay. That's too close to home. After if that makes sense. After I want you to tell me. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but um so let so me let me pause got, you really it, quick because I want to hear this. Okay, I no, hear no, this. No, no. but I, I want to explain to listeners no, that may not get it. So right. television is the devil. You're not allowed to watch TV. And on while, tour, especially. On tour especially. But the second year, the first year we were allowed to watch TV all the time, but they changed the rules because uh, they had a new person come in to run the show and he was trying gotcha. to do everything like Dr. C did it. Yep. And so because Dr. C didn't let people watch TV, yep. we weren't supposed to watch TV because but the also the problem was the the guy had taken girls groups out the year before and and whatever years before that yeah. and girls groups don't the girls groups act a certain way typically for what's <laughs> typical and then we were they wanted to run are the the men's Us the, the same, same way. way? Yeah, which it didn't work. At no, all. no. It was well, a I mean, complete explosion. As 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 a whole, that whole religion, the whole IFB, like, just pushes women down into the ground. It's terrible the way they treat women. Men aren't treated great, but women are treated so poorly. Right. But then, then, when you try to treat the men the same the way, you treat the women. Oh my! Well, fuck, we were we were brought. That's the thing. We're yeah. brought up understanding that our places. This is not correct at all. But that's what we're taught. Right. Our place is above the women. They're to be submissive to us as our right. wives. And they're supposed to be really sweet and timid and, 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 and shy and all that Baking shit. Baking and, and changing diapers. And, and making babies. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. But guys, we kind of get to run around and do our own thing. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it is. So when you've had guys that have been in this called a social construct right. since they were children or at least teenagers. Right. And then suddenly you're like, now I'm going to throttle you down. They're like, fuck that. Just right. like anyone else anywhere exactly. else. Like, that's just... That's right. just not going to work. Right. Anyways, back to you. So, well, hang on. Let me finish. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. So, 
So TV's not. I'm sure to explain. You're sending guys right. into hotels right. and and people's homes and right. saying, "But don't you watch the TV now?" Right. The fuck is that? Of course, I'm gonna watch the goddamn TV. Right. Of Especially course. Where they turn the sports on or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Like Even if it's not sports, I watch right. TV every night. We, I was out on tour right. all the time. So what he's saying is, the tour pastor came into their room to do an inspection, apparently, mm-hmm. and was like, uh, "Why would you even put your hand up to the TV? Who gives a fuck?" I don't know. I don't know. But he puts. But the reason he was because trying to catch you. And we puts were literally watching Leave It to Beaver this night. Like that's it was hilarious. Like, Leave it to Beaver, watching like, black and white television, and you got in trouble. We got in trouble. Okay, and so, then, so talk then, me through that. But then, like then. Um, we had a whole implosion with like that the Bible's been shoved down our throats our whole lives and all this kind of stuff mm. and like why that's why we're doing naughty things and all this stuff. Leave it to be. And like. it was it was just so the cleavers such are a just mess. But the, for the best part was is that the that the pastor got in the van like the next morning and prayed that and was like one of these like um, what do you call it that um, when you're saying something back at somebody like was it abiding comment. Oh, yeah, back. exactly. It was a passive-aggressive passive passive aggressive, yeah. passive aggressive prayer Jesus. to Jesus about, about you us guys. and about how nasty everyone was. And, like, all these people are, like, so nasty and everyone's being mean oh and gross God. and awful and terrible and help everyone to be right. Not an hour later after this prayer of total hate did the van, did the, the van, <laughs> we were pulling this trailer, the axle on the trailer Snap. broke in oh, half Jesus or something Christ. like this. And like so Jesus we, was like, no, <laughs> no, no, honey, um, and it broke in half, and like it was such a mess. That's I, awesome. It was just like I cannot believe this is happening right now. It was like, where are we? This I know we horror, all have a, like it's a horror movie. Yeah, it was like we like, and so anyways, this place, oh. this place in Oklahoma, which I was born in Oklahoma, a great place, you know, That's but funny. um, <laughs> like. Like this one particular town that turned town. into like the hell of my life. Like, <laughs> That's so funny. So, anyways, that was my experience. I don't have anything that good. That's I, I didn't get to play the piano for like the next semester after that. that really? Our whole group got like asked. Yeah, but that's when we made Jeez. that first. We made a Your first CD. CD, and then we yeah, yeah the committee groups came after mm-hmm. that one. But the um your first CD, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna see if I can remember because I owned it. I owned your CDs, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, hang on. You won't remember this. What's that? This was the one thing that impressed me about John. This is just the kind of person you are. I remember I was at pastor school the year that first CD was going to come out. Mm-hmm. I feel like Joe was on that CD too. Right, he was. Um, I'm still trying to remember the name of it. I'm going to see if I can. I have a little trivia here. Mm-hmm. But I bought it right. at pastor school before right. it came out. Right. And um, when I got to college, I still hadn't had a copy. Right. And you had them all <laughs> stuffed away in your dorm room. Right. And I went up to John and I told him. And right. just like... He wasn't looking for a receipt, just sight unseen, like, oh, you want it? Here you go. Yeah, it's right. no big deal. Like, I remember that. That was very cool. Yeah. For me, like, for me, I'm coming in, I'm just a freshman, I'm nobody, and this guy is upper echelon, and he plays for this big group, mm-hmm. which is what it was to me at the time. Right. Sacred Heritage? No, no, no. That's the one. Was it? Yeah, I think so. What was the one, what was the one after everything that had uh, the golden voice, as we say, Steve, and it had, um, I feel like it had a long on it, too. Yeah, it had a, did it have a long? Jeremy? I feel like Jeremy was on it. I thought that was Sacred Heritage. Committed Quartet? Is it a committed? But was there a no, 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 Sacred no, 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 it wasn't, it was, it was Comstock, that's who it was. Okay. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't a long, it was, it was Comstock, was the bass, and then I think and TJ I was on it too. I think Sacred Heritage, but they did that, more Sacred that Heritage them stuff, Sacred I Heritage? think so. What were you, what was that first CD? That was the first CD we just put on. first CD was Sacred Heritage. Yeah, I think so. I don't know if it was called Sacred Heritage at the time, but, um, but we... 
Like you made committed. that CD. I think it was, it was committed something. Like that was committed was in the name, but you guys were there was something else going on. With we the did name. the one with our tour group. That yes, was the first one I like. Wittig also. Yeah, Mike Wittig. Yes, and then, then I'm throwing out all the last no, names. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I don't even. Fuck it. <laughs> it's done. It's too late. You're on there, buddy. Sac- no, I think Sacred Heritage. I feel like Sacred Heritage was the one after we got it. I can't believe that I can't remember this. This is bugging me. That's fine. It's like we had the one group and then we had the yeah. Kinetic Quartet group after that. Mm-hmm. And then, so it was cool. I'm not cool with not remembering that. <laughs> that was a while ago. Honestly. It was a like long time ago, ago dude. Right? What was that? The 2003, 2004, something like that. Is yes. Oh, 15. 12, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's make it 20. If I mean. wow. Round it up. So, well. so that was, so that was your. That's that's some terrific stuff from two months. Right Do it. <laughs> this is not your mother's podcast. No, it's not. <laughs> Don't watch this. Mom. Don't watch this, mom. No, my mom will watch this. Oh, so <laughs> you're fucked. She gotta love her. Yeah, she is. So, uh, so two or three sounds like. It was pretty interesting to say the least. I had a lot of good times, man. Yeah, so did I. I think one of a really interesting moment was when we were in Colorado, Mm -hmm. and Tom got um, he decided he was going to take his shirt off um, on top of a mountain in Colorado. Well, if you don't know anything about Colorado, those peaks are way the h up there. Yeah, it was cold. But it was in the summertime. It was it was okay. okay. It was hot. The sun was out. Gotcha. And there's no atmosphere, so you're gonna get your ass sunburned. Oh, so shit. Tom came down off this mountain and was Ooh, like pink. Yeah, <laughs> like the gods burned his ass, and he had like pus bubbles all over no the place. Shit. And we were with like, like I think we were with Alan that year. Okay. And but. Every time you go to church, and like, we were wearing these, oh, these, yeah. they made these olive suits that year. Yes. And I all the pastors, that. oh, they were ugly. They oh, were. <laughs> they, they were rough. The pastors would always, like, hit you and be like, hey, what's going on? So Tom was hey, his brother. sermon, and, like, they're, hey, brother. And Tom had Just all these pus bubbles under his suit. So did it pop? And they were popping <laughs> and coming through his suit. So it looked like he was sweating all over his back and stuff and on his shoulders. But it was just all the things popping inside of his suit. It was so oh, gross and it was so terrible and awful so at the funny. same time. And I was like, you've got to be in so much pain. Oh, my God. Like, because it was, like, bleeding through really, really bad. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, man. Did you guys, like, take his suit to the cleaners all the time? Yeah, we had to take his suit to the cleaners all the time because it was so gross. I mean, it was like, it was like the... <laughs> The juices from his back were like <laughs> coming through and like all over everything. That's I mean, fucking hilarious. Can you imagine? I cannot imagine. Oh my god. That's it was so terrible. It was just wild. So like, I was like that I learned my lesson. Don't take your damn shirt off on the mountain, in honey. Colorado. You know, right in Colorado, <laughs> you know. Fucked. We're walking around up there oh, looking at God's so, It's so beautiful Colorado up there. But then, but oh my but god, <laughs> he got screwed. I guess we were with the alleys on that um, trip. Oh, okay, yeah, that's where we yeah. went hiking with that. Wherever we went was unbelievable. Thank they you for that. Up, it was a life memory. They ended up in uh, Granite City, mm. Illinois, for a little while. Okay, there. I, 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 okay. So this, my stories are okay. John's stories are terrific because I wouldn't say it's Wild West, but it's more Wild West than when I went. We got okay. a few years in between, but I do remember um, we got take. We were in Texas on like a. We were in Texas for a, a youth conference kind of thing, okay. right? So, um, which is not Midwest. Like, it was just kind of an out-of-the-way thing that we we were going to do. Excuse me. And when we're out there, not realized, but, like, we understood that the last day we were there was, like, a... It was a Saturday. The conference ended on a Saturday. 
And then we should, then we had to be in Granite City. Then and we were in Texas. Yeah. We were in uh, we weren't in Longview, but we weren't far. Okay. So, th- I feel like I can't think what Longview's by. Is that Dallas Fort Worth? I don't know, but. We're in deep in the heart of Texas, yeah, shall we yeah, say. Yeah. And then we have to be in Illinois the very next day. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's terrible. Not only that, the conference ended, and we're like, all right, we, we got to go. Right. We want to take you down to the stockyards and have a, a real good, and it, it was delicious. Best right. meal I had on tour. Right. Not worth it. Because right. we were there, and we sang. How many times I, have you tell, I have to tell you about my best meal, by the way. Please but do. Please so do. So what we're going to say. Okay. The, so what happened was. was the stockyards. The stockyards. Best and meal. We, it was delicious. Right. And, but we were, we were all thinking, like. Fuck, dude, we we got to go. Right, and right. And, like, legit, by the time we got to Granite City and got checked into our hotel, we got maybe two hours of sleep, oh, right? Yeah. And then you're, then you're waking up to sing. You're yeah, not yeah. warmed up. You're nothing. Right. You're waking up to sing, and for Sunday school, right. Pastor Wayne Mustix uh-huh. gets up and <laughs> says, we were all mortified when he said it. We were like, oh, you fuck me. Right. He gets up and he says, you know what? I decided, because this was not on the itinerary. Right. He goes, you know what? We got the Hal Anderson tour group. Uh, what were we? How? No, we weren't Hal Anderson. We were Sons of the Prophets. Sons. Didn't we come up with the dumbest names? So, what were you? What were you? You I were Hal Anderson. I, I think I did both. Fuck you if you were Hal Anderson. I hate. I don't even know if I did Hal Anderson. I think I did Hal Anderson the first year. That was. I like those guys. Either way, go ahead. What happened? He gets up and goes, "Well, we got the Hal Anderson tour group. So instead of me preaching for Sunday school, we're gonna have an old-fashioned sing, and they're gonna sing to you for." 45 fucking minutes. Yay. And we were like, God, no, I can't even talk. Right, right. <laughs> and again, not doesn't compare to the, the Tom story, but still, that is a very vivid memory of, yes. oh, I'm fucked. Like, yeah. I, none of us can sing it. Mm-hmm. We weren't great singers anyways, but now we really can't sing it. Like, this is oh, yeah. all bad. Oh, yeah. Tell me about your best meal. <laughs> okay, so we went to this Indian reservation, and this was, strangely enough, in Oklahoma again. Um, I'm really throwing my towel yeah, on the bus. This is crazy. Um, Fuck them. Whatever. Um, so we were on the Indian reservation, and these people were amazing. Loved these. These That's people awesome. were great. Um, they fixed us Indian fry bread, mm. and um, so they would take this fry bread, and then they would put meat and corn inside That's of the delicious. fry bread. Then they hold on a second. Then <laughs> they would yet. they would fry the they entire thing in oh. whatever they deep fried it in. <laughs> and then and oh my god, this amazing. was the best stuff <laughs> I had ever put in my mouth. Well, there's an Indian reservation close. I'm gonna go see if they got in meat. my entire life. It was so good. You know what kind of meat it was? Just like it was just like a beef. Inside yeah. of a fry bread, fry bread. but then also all, deep fried. Also deep fried. Okay, uh. hold <laughs> the phone. All right. <laughs> Welcome to two a.m. and three a.m. in the morning. All right. Oh no. My stomach literally felt like Satan crawled up my ass. No and shit. And was about to release all the forces of hell inside of my body. So it was the like, best food you ever ate. It was the best food that I've ever, sickness. and it was the worst thing <gasps> that I've ever what? felt like. It li- like I felt like people were just ripping the shit out oh of my, my inside. God. It was so bad. Like, Dude. like I, the food, I'm telling you what, is the, that is the best thing I've ever eaten and it is literally the worst, the worst thing that I've not ever eaten. I was like, I will never <laughs> ever eat 
an entire fucking burrito, oh basically. God. Basically, yeah. like, imagine yeah. taking an entire, let's just take an entire chalupa, yeah. close it up, and then deep fry that whole shit. And oh, then you're going to eat all, all, but think about all that's the gonna, fat that's yeah, inside that's if you've you deep fried a chalupa. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you take fat and you deep fry it. You deep fry it again <laughs> after it's already fatty. You know? Oh, Jesus. And, oh my God. It was just insane. Oh, so, that's anyways, rough. but that was my, uh, that was the best meal that and I the ever had and the worst I've ever that's had. That's crazy. Um, I think I already talked about the worst sack lunch. Now that we had, so I won't get into that again. But um, I've definitely, I definitely had some bad ones. Like I definitely had plenty of like again because we were in the Midwest. Yeah. So you just it's fucking cast. What you got? It's it's I've explained it before. It's um, it's uh, caramel mushroom soup and then like fucking whatever else is in the cast. Yeah, like right. that's what and it gets thrown into a platter and enjoy right. it. And you're just it. like exactly. I right. enjoyed this last night. Right. I didn't enjoy it at all, but like right. I ate it last night. It's so good. Oh my god, dude. Oh, so many things. Well, I think we are going to wrap up this segment, um, and we just, we've gotten we just gotten into so many things, so many places. Yeah, yeah. I'm really, really happy you came on. Thank you. Super thrilled that John was with us, uh, but John is out of water, and I'm almost out of whiskey. So we are going. <laughs> we need a refill, honey. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> but this is definitely going to conclude the, the bit where we want to talk about, you know, college and tour and all that fun stuff. A lot of cool. commonalities we have, but. Um, uh, thank you for those of you that have stuck around this long. Super grateful that you came along. Thanks for enjoying Not Your Mother's podcast. And thanks, John, for being on. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Peace, yo. <laughs> you need to use this guy's excellent material. <laughs> I'm going to. It's recording. This? this is the Arnold Glute <laughs> mix. <laughs> do we got good lighting or do we need more light on it? No, the lighting's good because we're definitely talking about the Divine Intimacy kits. There's no way we're Oh, yes. (laughs) Give us the Divine Divine Intimacy Intimacy kits. kits.